0: It. This is Casey Hendrickson on News Talk 953, Michiana's News Channel, your breaking news and weather station. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk. No- sorry. <laughs> so I'm reading. A- Hold on. A comment just hopped through. I'm sorry. A comment just hopped through. And they said, hello from northern New Hampshire. And instead of me coming on and saying, um, thank you for tuning in to News Talk, instead of news, it was northern that kind of came out. <sighs> Casey Hendrickson here, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. We are off to a swimming start. What is today, Thursday? Cool. I only got one more day to get through this. All right, we're good. We can do this, ladies and gentlemen. We can do this. All right, let's go over a couple of things. Oh, you know what? I, did I get the – hold on. There's this New York Times thing. I thought, I thought that I saved it. So I want to make sure that I saved it cuz this is this is pretty important stuff. The New York Times has finally admitted that masks don't work very well. And I think that that is that is a huge thing, honestly. When you have a a huge yeah, there we go. I got it. Huge newspaper like the New York Times, the gray lady if you will, saying that your mask doesn't work. Um, then we might we might be making some progress to actually fight this thing in the appropriate way, or at least limit infections as much as possible with those who are at risk. But I want to talk about something else here. So hold on. So the CCP virus, which for those of you who don't know, COVID is the CCP virus. It's the Chinese Communist Party virus over the Epoch Times. And the reason that they say that is because they, from the very beginning, like me... From the very beginning have understood one very simple truth and that truth is this thing did not come from bat soup period and even if it did come from bat soup it was the chinese communist party that clandestinely allowed it to be spread all over the world while trying to limit its spread in china fyi two major outbreaks in new surges of the virus in China this past week. They're concerned. Now, Wuhan's still partying and doing all the New Year's stuff and all that, but there are other places in China that are having major outbreaks. And, of course, China's massive like we are. but um, A resurgent of the deadly CCP virus is occurring across the globe, spanning European and African nations to countries such as Canada, China, and Japan, while the United States reported a record-breaking daily death toll on January 12th of 4,300. A litany of measures such as lockdowns, curfews, school closures have been put in place in an attempt to stem the spread of the CCP virus, while some countries are starting to roll out vaccines. Meanwhile, an increasing number of countries are reporting new variants of the virus, which could affect how it is transmitted. Now, this is, again, this is, you know, pretty big news. This is what I just told you is really nothing new. I've been telling you this since the last pass the mic. Now, with the last pass the mic we did months ago, I went through, because the surge hadn't really happened. So the surge hit the United States in September, okay? So the surge hadn't really hit us yet. We were still kind of on the downswing, but what we did see is we saw Asia, Africa, South America, and Europe were all surging. So the United States surged a little bit later than everybody else. So we saw that happening. I saw that happening, I should say. And I went through, and I, let's just go through how is it possible that this is spreading in all of these countries when we have mask mandates in these countries for months and large, wide compliance, including in places like Japan and South Korea, where it's near universal, nearly 100% compliance. And the the thing is, I'm looking at this data, and, and I presented it to pass the mic. And obviously, we were still... Just gearing up for some of the, uh, the mask fine battles and things like that that were happening in, in, uh, in, in St. Joseph County and Elkhart. Now, of course, St. Joseph County and Elkhart, you know, we got hit late, and I told everybody to expect that. So everything that I predicted on that seems to have, have held steady, um, and it's held, held that way for a lot of rural America. But when you have undeniable evidence and information, you know, at some point in time, and I've said this countless times on the show, At some point in time, you have, as an expert, as a public health official, even as a politician, you have to take a step back and you have to go, okay, even if we're going to continue to recommend the same measures that we've always recommended, it clearly isn't doing any good. So in addition to that, what can we do? Now, there's a couple of different paths that can happen there. One, you can go full tyranny route, go Gretchen Whitmer's route, close everything, right? You can go that way. You can go a different route. Maybe like um, the Dakotas. Take a look at the Dakotas. Uh, Governor Christy Noem over there. You can go that route. Or Florida. You can go that route. Florida has really not locked down. And Florida is outperforming all of the lockdown states. With a much bigger population than many of them. It should not be happening in Florida. But, but it is. It's, that's the reality. Which is one of the reasons why every time they go after florida and ron desantis who i think will run for president in 2024 by the way um they will he'll at least entertain the idea they go after florida like cnn a few a few weeks back remember before vacation so I, over a month ago cnn does this whole thing where cases in florida have risen by 52 percent okay but florida was ranked 42nd in the country for COVID severity 42nd meaning they're at the bottom they were one of the best performing states so what was the logic for cnn to go out there and attack the state of florida who is by far and away outperforming lockdown states and remember the entire present the the whole whole premise of the 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 article and the story on cnn was florida florida who did not cut uh close down who did not lock down has had like a 50 percent increase in cases Okay, but New York was having like 120%. And California was having like 100%. I'm throwing those numbers out. Don't quote me on those last two numbers. But the, the point was to attack a Republican in Florida. What you should be doing is going, why is Florida, who isn't locking down, why are they doing better than everywhere that is locking down? That should have been the logical process of everybody's mind and I don't know the answer to that folks for all I know it could just be geography and it wouldn't apply to anybody else but nobody's actually looked so if Florida is outperforming places like New York and Michigan and Indiana and California and other places if Florida is outperforming all of those places which it is why not look at what they're doing instead of attacking what they're doing now DeSantis has been attacked from the very beginning of this thing but let's be honest, Florida's done a pretty darn good job comparatively to other states in the United States in fighting COVID. Now they did have these fake news stories about they're running out of hospital beds. And that was all a lie that wasn't true. And FYI, kudos on local Florida media for dispelling that. So that way panic didn't set in in the state. National media completely ignored local reporting on it and continued to spread the lie to everybody. We exposed that. But local reporters, I even used one of their articles as an example of what real journalism looks like because it's so rare these days to actually watch the formatics of the article, the presentation of facts in the article. You never see it anymore. It is extremely rare. And this woman wrote probably the best news article that I had read in a good decade it was a phenomenal piece where she highlighted the accusation about florida having surges and deaths and running out of hospital beds and and she immediately went into why that was wrong and then she immediately went into how it was wrong and the explanation of everything that was going on it was phenomenal i think she was with one of the orlando stations it was honestly like, we took time out of the show as like i want you're gonna learn about what's actually happening in florida here but also I really need to highlight what a real news article looks like, because, you, again, you just don't find them. They're unicorns. They're just it's so rare, they're almost mythological. You never see real news articles anymore. And it was one of the best written pieces I'd ever had, a relatively boring subject, but I mean, still one of the best pieces I'd ever read. It should be and I think I said this on the show at the time that woman's article should be an example in every journalism class at every level in the united states and elsewhere as how you write the news it was that good but again a logical person right a logical person says just wear your mask and everything will be good okay but there are places where everybody has been wearing the mask and they've been wearing the mask since january and they're worse than they've ever been Can you at least entertain the idea that perhaps your narrative on the mask being the end all be all best thing that we have available may not be accurate? And as I've already highlighted, there are epidemiologists all over the world, particularly in Europe virologists same thing who are looking at this and they see that data it's just it the discussion is not happening publicly in the united states there are some at harvard and stanford who are looking at it but as far as the american public square nobody is talking about the reality that what we have suggested you do since march has failed and they have not adjusted their strategy in any way other than to say we're going to punish you more because we think it's your fault that what we're telling you to do that has failed everywhere in the world isn't working here so we're going to punish you now by issuing fines and making you stay home longer and shutting your businesses down and that sort of thing that's not a solution that was my whole point in talking about what happened in saint joseph county my letter to the saint joseph county commission which they completely ignored i I did get a nice letter from castellani thanking me for the letter Um, He ultimately voted against the way that I would have liked him to vote, but at least he reached out. That was nice. Um, It was the whole point of my interview with Mayor Robertson and Elkhart. You know, it just devolved because he wasn't willing to listen. The reality is everything that the public health officials in the United States of America have told you to do has failed. Guess what? They're not alone. It's failed everywhere else. But there are pockets of places that are doing better than everywhere else. Look at them. One of those places happens to be Florida. Perhaps what is benefiting Florida isn't applicable to Indiana. Maybe, I don't know. But you have to look at it to at least figure that out. You can't just go, no, it's a small business's fault and it's a Trump supporters' fault because it won't wear a mask. That's not the case. That is, that is a myth. That is not true. So what we have is we've got the public begging for answers and looking at government officials and saying, everything you're telling us to do isn't working and we're continuing to suffer, not just from the virus, but we're suffering from everything else. And eventually, when we come out on the end of this, as I've highlighted, the coming eviction crisis that we're going to be dealing with is going to be massive. And nobody has addressed it. Nobody has any idea how we're going to solve that. But there are people that are going to be behind twenty and thirty thousand dollars, and they're not going to be able to come up with that cash, and they're going to scream and yell to the news that it's unfair that their landlord is not willing to absorb twenty to thirty thousand dollars. And the landlord is going to be interviewed by the news, and the landlord is going to go, "I don't have twenty or thirty thousand dollars laying around. Do you? The bank told me I have to pay them twenty to thirty thousand dollars, and if I don't pay them twenty to thirty thousand dollars, they're going to take my house. So I've got to kick them out and I've got to sell the house. I don't have a choice." And there's going to be marches in the streets and people are going to demonize landlords, the wealthy property owners, and it's going to look a whole lot like what we saw in South Africa a few years ago. It's craziness. But good on the Epoch Times for writing an article highlighting this is literally happening everywhere else in the world. It's not just happening here. It's even happening in China. Two major outbreaks in China here this past week or two. Everybody has tried the exact same tactic and it has failed. It is time to change tactics. And we'll say this, Sweden did get another surge, but it was smaller than their neighbors and a lot less people died. Got more coming up Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's news channel. Okay, so now we get into something that's kind of interesting. Okay. Now, I realize that you've, you've all heard me say a lot of the stuff that I just said many times before, and I continue to be proven 100% correct on that, in spite of the fact that there's a bunch of butthurt people who need bidets, uh, who just will not accept the reality of that scenario, because they're members of, of the cult of Mask now, and when you're a member of a cult, it doesn't matter if something is, is factual or realistic, you're not allowed to accept it as truth so the center for disease control and prevention says to stem the spread of covid19 all americans should wear a mask now again this this is not this has not worked in preventing the spread of the virus if you talk to the cult of mask it is because people are not wearing a mask and that's why but it doesn't explain what has actually happened especially considering uh the airborne qualities of it the peer-reviewed studies going back to 2009 that i've given you about um you know other coronaviruses with masks and that sort of thing um they don't they don't prevent the spread of it they just don't there's a small likelihood that they can work but it is not very reliable not very effective and you know you you'll have a a chance basically um one of the epidemiologists that I talk about on a regular basis they said look if you wear a mask you know here's here's generally what you can expect even if it does work which is a very very small likelihood that it will even if it does it's kind of like you have one chance for it to work and then in a couple of minutes it won't work anymore so basically it's saying if you're in close proximity to somebody who has the virus even if they spew virus your way and your mask works that one time a couple minutes later it won't work so it's just one of those things where if you start getting into the actual science of it and some of them have done their best to kind of explain it in layman's terms and i pass that on to you over the times that we've talked about it but um and again i'm not telling you not to wear them I, I, i've told you point blank follow the guidelines because if nothing else it takes away their argument hopefully reopens things quicker it prevents businesses from getting fines and that sort of thing And if you don't want to wear them that's cool too i'm okay with that but don't take it out on businesses that are just trying to follow the rules so they don't get shut down that's you know respect their property rights and that sort of thing the new york times says if one mask works maybe two will be twice as nice okay well if you're telling everybody to wear two masks you're admitting that one mask doesn't really work right yes of course you are if the mask worked as good as they've been portraying them why would you need a second one you need a second one because the first one doesn't work as good as they're telling you and clearly hasn't worked so the new york times goes on and writes about it ah football coaches do it president elects do it even science savvy senators do it um, somebody else did it too that that sweet old man who demanded to see his wife who was dying from covid he wore two masks too he still got covid and died from her i'm just throwing it out there guys The Times cites Lindsay Marr, an expert in virus transmission at Virginia Tech, who said if you combine multiple layers, you start achieving pretty high efficiencies of blocking viruses from exiting and even entering the nose or the mouth. Now, I've been telling you this from the very beginning when I went over the various masks, the materials, what works, what doesn't work, that sort of thing, because this is part of the discussion that never gets talked about. You have been told a very thin cotton mask is going to do just fine against the virus. It's not polypropylene mass are far more effective. Having layers of cotton and polypropylene and other materials, that's more effective. Not by much, but it's better than nothing, right? Theoretically, that's the idea. But again, you start running into additional issues when you do that. Even according to Lindsay Marr, the virus transmission expert at Virginia Tech. There's a drawback to combining multiple layers and masks. We run the risk of making it too hard to breathe. What did an expert actually say that? Hmm. Told you. Of course, I told you this at the very beginning. People were making their home masks and they were so scared. They were shoving layers upon layers upon layers of these extra filters in the mask and it was making it impossible to breathe. And then what was happening is, people were running around and calling that a conspiracy theory, and saying that people are out there um, saying that if you wear a mask, you're you're gonna you know not be able to breathe and all this other stuff. And that that's not what they were saying. There were some people got confused as to what was being discussed, but all of the so-called fact checks and the debunking of the whole "I can't breathe with my mask" thing. See what I did there? Hashtag I can't breathe you you ignored the fact that people at home were making these things and they were scared to death. And they were making them to the point that it was difficult to breathe. It's a very real thing. So it is interesting to see that. Yeah, multiple layers, different styles uh, or different materials, that, that's going to give you a better, better chance. But you also run the risk of too much. So just something to consider folks and, and look i don't really know what the answer is and, and hopefully these experts particularly in europe will have an answer for us soon but it's clear that what we're doing isn't isn't very effective we gotta do something else got more coming up 95 3 mnc Tuning in NewsTalk 953, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. All right, I want to thank RB Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw, RB Car Company are your used car experts. Find them online at rbcarcompany.com. All right, some interesting things have developed today. So rather conveniently, rather conveniently, okay, <laughs> the FBI after the impeachment thing. Now, again, just as the setup here, um, President Trump never incited any violence. That did not happen. You never heard it. You never saw it. You didn't read it. It didn't happen. At least you didn't read it from him. You probably read it from people who are lying to you saying that it happened, but it never happened. There's a huge issue with the timeline of his speech anyway, which only called for peaceful constitutional assembly. But there's a huge timeline with his speech and what actually happened at the Capitol because people were too far away from the Capitol. So they would have had to have leave his, left his speech before he even mentioned the Capitol to be at the Capitol in order to start stirring the pot at the Capitol. So there's been huge timeline issues and everything else. Now, again, conveniently, after the impeachment vote, afterwards, the FBI has now revealed... That the the situation at the Capitol, you want to call it a riot, a breach, whatever. The situation at the Capitol was pre-planned and predated President Trump's speech. That's interesting because they impeached him for inciting violence with the speech. <laughs> Evidence uncovered so far, including weapons and tactics seen on surveillance videos, suggest a level of planning that has led investigators to believe the attack on the U.S. Capitol was not just a protest, but spiraled out of control, according to a federal law enforcement official. Um, Just like Benghazi wasn't a protest, this appears to have not been been a protest. And just like Benghazi, when people, um, well, the reverse happened, people offered help ...in the Capitol, but it was denied. And in Benghazi, they asked for help, and it was denied. Hmm, interesting. No, I'm not comparing the two. It's just interesting to kind of watch this play out. Among the evidence that the FBI is examining are indications that some participants at the Trump rally... ...at the Ellipse outside of the White House left the event early... ...perhaps to retrieve items to be used in the assault on the Capitol. Assault, air quote. The team of investigators and prosecutors are also focused on the command and control aspect of the attack, looking at travel and communications records to determine if they can build a case that is similar to a counterterrorism investigation. Hmm. So... You already knew that impeachment was a lie anyway because he didn't actually do what they accused him of doing. There's huge constitutional problems with the way that this impeachment was handled but now conveniently after the vote is over the fbi comes out and tells everybody oh by the way trump didn't incite anything this was pre-planned uh-huh i wonder what platforms it was pre-planned on my money's not on parlor by the way Matt Vesper writes, wait a minute, Congress moved to impeach Trump on the basis that he incited the riot and fomented an insurrection. But that was the allegation that was used by the left. But this development at the FBI sort of torpedoes the indictment aspect of the narrative. Uh, there's a host of nutty stuff going on here. We have Democrats alleging Republican members of Congress gave these Capitol builder, building rioters uh, reconnaissance tours prior to the January 6th rally. This is happening Democrats in Congress are saying that Republican members of Congress gave them reconnaissance tours, and they're also saying that Capitol Police were in on it, Okay, which I think is interesting. I did my premium show on that today. Ocasio-Cortez swears she almost died, but Ocasio-Cortez is running around and saying that she's afraid for her life every day, and she doesn't trust the Capitol Police because she thinks they helped the Trump supporters. Either way, it could be that the entire narrative behind impeaching Trump just got gutted, but it doesn't matter. So so Matt Vespa goes, so again, not only did Trump not call for violence ever, he called for peace. Um, He called for a constitutional assembly, which is totally fine, legal, nothing wrong with that. Uh, Then you have Andrew McCabe, disgraced Andrew McCabe, who was removed from the FBI by his peers, disgraced Andrew McCabe, When Donald Trump calls for peace and unity, uh, it's a dog whistle to his supporters to to cause violence, Okay, which is, by the way, this has been the narrative on Trump forever. When he says something, the opposite is true. It's bizarro world. I've told you that a million times. We live in bizarro world. Uh, Anytime he condemns white supremacists, he didn't actually condemn white supremacists. Anytime he calls for peace and unity, he's actually calling for violence. (laughs) <laughs> Remember what I said about how they change language? So, the FBI, after the impeachment vote, they come out and they let everybody know. Oh, by the way, Trump didn't incite anything, it was pre planned. Another do with the speech there. Just, uh, just so you know. Okie dokie. Got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. good afternoon thank you for tuning in news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel friendly reminder that we are live streaming on dlive.tv slash casey the host uh, casey the host excuse me i almost said casey the hope let's let's be honest is an accurate freudian slip so dlive.tv slash casey the host so if you go to my website theburningtruth.us which you should already be going to daily Got an article up there i did a large chunk of my premium live stream on this today so i'm not going to be doing a large bit of it right now if you're interested in my full take then please go check out the premium the premium show gab is called on facebook and twitter to be banned from the app stores following the Capitol riot now of course gab was the first alternative social network that everybody went after and they went after Gab and tried to say that Gab was alt-right. They're still saying that Gab is alt-right. I saw many articles over about this over the weekend, this last weekend. Uh, it's not alt-right at all. There's a huge left-wing presence on Gab, too. And if you use the Trends page, which is like their version of the, the Drudge Report, there's a lot of, of left-wing stuff that's posted on there, too. It's just a free speech platform. That's really it, which is what Facebook and Twitter are supposed to be. That's all parlor was. And if you incite violence or encourage illegal activity, your posts get removed, just like they're supposed to be removed everywhere else. So Gab, who, by the way, has archived for an entire year, they haven't released their, their results yet, but they archived for an entire year every comment in response to posts by President Trump. And they say that the amount of, of advocations for violence and death threats and things like that that were not removed by Twitter is pretty damning, which you could expect. So we're waiting for them to fully release all of that, and that's going to be an interesting one. But um, so they're they're jokingly calling for Facebook and Twitter. Now, beginning of their post on their, their page, they said that we're just kidding because, of course, they're a free speech platform and they don't advocate censorship of anybody. But they built the case that Facebook and Twitter were far more had far more egregious violations of the exact same variety as what people were accusing Parler of. And it's pretty interesting when you look at the entire case. I break the entire thing down in the premium show today. And if you again if you missed it, go get it at either Special Project or Podbean. So the feds, in addition to saying that this was a pre planned event that predated President Trump's speech, which of course he was impeached over even though he didn't call for any violence he called for peaceful constitutional assembly so i mean he was literally impeached for asking people to peacefully assemble as is allowed in the bill of rights but i digress the feds also say that the capital attack was coordinated in large part on twitter but wait there's more they also say it was coordinated in large part on facebook particularly facebook groups which parlor doesn't have by the way so let me get this straight and they know of at least a hundred thousand people on facebook who who were organizing the protests on that platform so if apple and google are taking parlor down or demanding yeah well they took parlor out of their app stores if apple and google are taking parlor out of their app stores because of posts that were on their platform they should be doing the exact same thing to facebook and twitter if they're going to be intellectually honest and consistent now if your twitter and facebook who obviously are competitors to parlor who are way larger than parlor is parlor had about 10 million users before it went down and it may be back it may not we'll see About 10 million users. So, you know, 10 million on any other website is pretty significant. On a social media website, not that big. So pretty small. Facebook and Twitter, hugely, hugely more instrumental in organizing what happened at the Capitol. And there was actually a reporter at the Washington Post that brought up this fact and went over to Facebook and said, hey, um, we've got weeks and weeks and weeks of you allowing the exact same content that you're pitching a fit about on Parler on your platform. So the chief operations officer, Cheryl Sandberg, deflected that blame and then blamed, are you ready for this? Blamed Parler and Gab. What? I think these events were largely organized on platforms that don't have our abilities to stop hate don't have our standards and don't have our transparency sandberg said in an interview on monday that was streamed on reuters okay that's actually an indictment against facebook amazon took parlor down because amazon says parlor wasn't removing those posts They violate Parler's terms of service. So Amazon's position is even though they violate the terms of service, Parler wasn't taking them down. Well, these posts violate Facebook and Twitter's terms of service, but Facebook and Twitter were not taking them down. So shouldn't the same punishment happen to those other two social media companies as what happened to Parler? If we're trying to be honest. Now, here's the thing, where, where Sandberg says, hold on a second, we're much bigger. They're a lot smaller than we are. They don't have the resources that we have. They don't have the ability to remove this content like we have. And that's why it ran rampant over there. Okay. But you do have those resources. And you didn't remove the posts. You didn't remove the groups. You didn't stop it from happening. You've just admitted you had the resources to do that, and they didn't. But you didn't stop it. You didn't remove those posts, even though you say you had the ability to do it. You're actually in far more violation than Parler ever was. For the record, Twitter uses the same Amazon AWS service as Parler. Why aren't they being taken down? Huh. Very interesting stuff happening, ladies and gentlemen. Not all that surprising, but very interesting nonetheless. We got more coming up 95.3 MNC.